a miscellany of XTC here from um, YouTube. You know I like to look at the stuff that's on there and I really enjoy seeing all of it, really. I think that they are a... I mean, I love the band. I really love Andy Partridge's work very much and I love the way he... Um, he connects with the camera. These are a bit odd, actually. First of all, the first one is from uh, Scorpio Studios in 1983. Um, we see them in the studio doing Beating of Hearts, so it's around the time of Mama. Um, great album. And I'm not sure it's them recording live or everything, but Andy's really putting a lot into it, making sure that they get everything in there. He's got a, a keyboard um, balanced on his knee, which is bobbling around alarmingly. And then Colin really concentrating on his synth part. It's weird. Is it a run-through? Was it a guide sort of track? I don't know, but they really are trying hard. Then Andy and Colin are interviewed. Frequently that was the case. They generally not. Um, Andy, of course, says that the influences are from the 70s. Um, and Colin um, explains that they're from Swindon and things are a little slower to get through down there. It's an interesting thought though they really were influenced by where they came from to be honest then towards the end of it um andy gets angry about being expected to be um age 21 and sharply dressed he's really pushing against that they finish off by playing wonderland which is really good to see because you don't often see it. it's a great track a lovely track on mama that with colin singing looks like he's miming not quite sure though then we get pop electron it's a, it's a European um, pop show. I think it's French. You start with, in, a, in, a, um, in a, an empty auditorium with them all sitting there with newspaper on their heads. The, uh, the interviewer takes the newspaper off and um, talks mainly... I mean, Andy's sitting next to him, so you know he's going to do most of the talking. He starts by saying he's not really superhero-shaped and then talks about not playing live, saying the audience is excited, but... To be there just for itself, but there's no real communication. He regards it as being restricting. You know, he was constantly having to um, explain why they weren't touring, and later on, of course, really explained that actually it was because of of, of my panic attacks and all the rest of it, and also we're not making enough money. Really, um, they interspersed this with some really good little clips from um, really uh, uh, from from early on. Then playing Statue of Liberty um, from 1977, and then the host um, talking about Andy's nervous breakdown and did, did he seek help? And Andy saying they took a, a he, he did go and see somebody. And they took a load off my wallet, so which is very good. Then we instantly crash into a, a video of Are You Receiving Me from '78, perhaps because Andy looks a bit sort of manic in it, so they want to do that. Oh, he looks a bit weird in that. So we'll play that then because he's just been talking about his nervous breakdown. Then a video of Wonderland, which is really sweetly done. I've not seen that before. Really sweetly done with them um, dressed up in uh, in sort of, um, I suppose, expected flat cap and um, braces, northern kind of feel. Yeah. Then we get another um, odd little piece, which is shot on the final days of the 1982 tour. Now, there is um, a YouTube video of the actual concert when Andy left mid-song um, but he is kind of look, Andy's interviewed and looking down a lot more a bit more withdrawn 
you know, he talks about them sort of going up slowly. They haven't moved back yet, but he doesn't want to go up quickly because he doesn't want to burn out. Um, they ask Colin, which is good because Colin gets a bit of something to say about making plans for Nigel. They automatically assume that it's Andy's, of course, and he points to Colin. So it's about dominating parents. You know, his dad wanted him to go to university. Didn't want him to be in a pop band or a rock band, you know. Um, and it, it ends with Andy saying he'd like to carry on doing this, what he's doing now, and he wants to keep his head above water. It's quite sad, actually. Just look a little bit um, as if they're coming to a sort of realisation that things aren't great. And then we finish the last little pieces, and even, in a way, it, it's even it's even more disturbing, because it's called Where, Where Are They Now? Might as well call it in the... Might as well call it Where Are They Now? Files, because they talk about... Um, after non-such, them not being heard of again because they went on strike and Andy saying, we could empty halls and clubs, you know. Come on, they'd say, oh God, not them. Uh, Andy explains that, you know, they why they went on strike, you know, and also then talks about being left by his wife. Well, my woman done left me, as he sings, with two kids and no, um, no label deal or anything else, you know. And then they talk about being able to release tracks again. Um which is a bit of an upbeat moment, but it's instantly talking about, you're not talking though, because Andy has these panic attacks. Blimey, it, it really is pushing them down. It's like saying, you know, you you constantly want to try and bob to the surface, keeping your head above water, constantly bobbing to the surface, but we're trying to push you down. Then we see a bit of the Peter Pumpkinhead video to finish, which is good, but it's almost as if they're saying, well, I like the band, but you're not around anymore, are you? Oh, you are around. You're still around, but there are still problems, aren't there? As they say, if it bleeds, it leads. And that's kind of what we've got from these pieces here. Still a wonderful band, though. And I still love seeing them. Anytime. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.